I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. This is Paige, the co-host of Giggly Squad, and I want to tell you about a company that I've been loving, Olive and June. Olive and June gives you everything that you need for a salon-quality manicure in one box. And if you break it down, it really comes out to $2 a manicure, which is absolutely insane. It's also so easy to get salon-worthy nails at home with Olive and June. The difference between how your nails used to look when you did them yourself and now with the Manny system is a complete game changer. The best thing about Olive and June, too, is it's a quick dry. Dries in about one minute, lasts for five days, and full coverage in up to one to two coats. Visit oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. That's oliveandjune.com slash perfectmanny20 for 20% off your first system. Please be advised that Gen X This Is Why contains adult language. I've been trying to tell you, bitches. <laughs> this is what raccoons do. Like, raccoons are gonna raccoon. Hi and welcome to Gen X This Is Why, the podcast where we re-examine the sometimes bizarre and often scarring media from our shared childhood. My name is Amy. I'm a proud Gen Xer born in 1977. And I'm her sister Jenny, born in 1974. What up, Jen? Oh, you know, living the dream over here. (laughs) Do you like that you only have the podcast with me like once every two months now? Yes. Oh my God. I didn't realize like how stressful my life was from that. I know, me too. <laughs> like, Although now I'm doing like five a week. So Well, you're doing a ton of them. But also I had nothing to do then, like when we started this. And also I have a different type of job now where I work from home. Yeah. And like I can work, you know, nights. I can work afternoon. Like I can work kind of whenever so I can yeah. schedule things around. It's kind of nice. Um, Guys, we're coming at you today. Fresh off the Sister Wives season premiere. (laughs) Uh, I have not watched that. Never have I been so transfixed by four grown adults sitting in folding chairs on someone's patio just talking about their shit. (laughs) It is everything you want it to be, and I'm covering it on Little Miss Recap. So please check it out. Are you done plugging your shit? Yeah, I'm done plugging it. Hey, listen, some of the memes are really into Sister Wives. In fact, one of them so geniusly pointed out that the promotional poster for Sister Wives this season looks just like a V.C. Anders cover from the oh 80s. Oh, God, remember those. And she's absolutely right. Absolutely right. Jenny, we're here today to talk about the raccoon. What'd you think? It was um, the most dramatic thing I've seen in a long time. <laughs> I mean, everybody is overacting in this, even Jack. <laughs> The dog is overacting. I'm trying to figure out why we skipped it initially, and then I I wanted to, watch to do it. it. I know I wanted to do it. Okay, I'm trying. I had to figure it on out the list. Why I skipped it initially, yeah. and I think it's because of the god my goddamn dog. Oh yeah, this would be impossible to watch in your house. I had to watch it in my office with my headphones on on yeah. my computer. Yeah, because even the barking. It was crazy. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
That's true. Good point. It was really You're probably like, I see an animal on TV. I can't watch that show. Yes. Yes. Jenny, tell everybody what you're watching so we can touch base with you. What are you watching? So, funny story. I always spoil and just like, okay, I don't like and just like that. I think we discussed it. I didn't even like Sex and the City, but I just always watch it because it's in New York and I like to watch things about New York, to be completely honest. Yeah. And we're all hate watching it. Let's just face it. (laughs) But like, I always spoil it with your podcast. Like, I'll always be listening to an episode and I'm like, wait a minute. I haven't seen this episode yet. Oh my God. I always do that. I always do I have some thoughts. Now, last episode, I haven't seen the latest one, but I'm caught up other than that. Oh, Oh. you didn't see the Last Supper appetizer? No. No. Okay. So the, so what's her name is pregnant? Isn't she like 50? I have a big question. I delve into that on my podcast. Yeah, I know. We were talking about that. I'm like, is like, can you still get pregnant at 49, 50? Sure. But it's going to cost you $200,000 in fertility treatment. Yeah, it's... Like, you're not going to get accidentally pregnant at 50. Come at us if you got accidentally pregnant at 50. We don't know how old she is. Um, She's got to be in her late 40s. But like I was saying on my podcast, like she has to be, she's kind of a contemporary of Charlotte. Yes. And Charlotte, you know, if Carrie is 55, then Charlotte's probably what, 52, 53 maybe? And then LTW, I mean, I'm going to be generous and say she's 49. I mean, if if you are over 45, like it's tough. It Mm -hmm. drops off to almost nothing at that point. Mm-hmm. Let me yeah. see. LTW. Let's see how old the actress is. She was born in mm. 1970. So she's four years older than me. Yeah. The actress but is older, like, but... She's like 53. She looks amazing. She looks amazing. I mean, she could pass for 40. 35. No. <laughs> she could pass for 40. But yeah, absolutely. Like, I mean, I just... like Well, we know what happened to Ma when this all... Well, you know that I have, you know, Michael Patrick King is my arch nemesis now, right? Yes, I know. I just, I can't listen to you talk about him anymore. And you know, he's born in Scranton. I know. I heard. Yeah. How did we miss this? I don't know. I don't know. I'm not, I'm not like, I'm not up on this, but I just like the fear of God goes through me when I think, can a 49 year old get accidentally pregnant? <laughs> Jenny's out there trying, guys. She's no, trying. I mean, like, <laughs> I feel like if you're on birth control and you're 49, like, you're not going to get pregnant by accident. It would be oh my a God. miracle. If you ever got pregnant being on F- birth control 49. And at 49, I would laugh so hard. I would record, you guys have put this in writing. I would record an episode of me just laughing for one <laughs> whole hour. <laughs> oh my God. Like, that's insane. That's a, like, come on. I know. I know. People spend um, good money to have kids. You know, they spend a small fortune to have children in their late 40s. What do you think of Aiden, of the storyline with Aiden? I think the whole thing's not believable. I don't believe any of this. It makes no sense that he would just jump right back into this. Like, it just makes no sense. Then the fucking apartment she bought in Gramercy. Ooh. Dude, that's on Gramercy Park. Like she's the key to the park. That's probably $25 million. Leslie was saying like 10 million. I think you're right. I think it's north of 20. Yeah. Cause that's like, yeah, that's nuts. Yep. Um, 
All right, Jen. So let's let's go from one shit show to another. Well, and like she's like, oh, it was big a big mistake. You just bought a twenty five million dollar house. No, the answer <laughs> to that question is no. Correct. Correct. All right. Oh, um, I have a description. Hold on. Don't I read Oh, you do. We're Yeah, we're talking Little House on the Prairie, Season 1, Episode 11, The Raccoon. Jenny, do you have a description? Blaming herself when Laura's doll breaks during a game of catch, Mary is delighted to give her sad little sister an abandoned baby raccoon. After Paul reluctantly agrees to help her keep him, to let her keep him, Laura names him Jasper, teaches him tricks, and tries to keep the mischief maker out of trouble. But one day, Jasper bites Jack, the Engel's dog, and disappears into the woods. When Charles later shoots a snarling rabbit raccoon who is killing chickens and begins, and then begins to watch Jack for a sign of rabies, a tearful Mary reveals a terrible secret. Jasper had also bitten Laura, who who made Mary promise not to tell. All the spoiler alerts are in this. Wow, that is quite the description. I mean, do I need to even do anything now? (laughs) Episode's over. This is written by (laughs) Joseph Bonaducci. Okay, I have a note on this. Yes, he is Danny Bonaducci's father. Oh my gosh, shut the <laughs> yes. fuck up. Yes, because I immediately was like, Bonaducci. Yeah. Hmm. I'm like, how many Bonaducci's are there? And this, I pulled this from Danny Bonaducci's Wikipedia page. By his own account, Danny Bonaducci grew up in a dysfunctional family and suffered severe physical and emotional abuse at the hands of his father, TV writer and producer Joseph Bonaducci, while his mother, Betty, stood by helplessly. Wow. Wow. (laughs) Okay. And this is directed by Claxton, who did a shit job on this. Oh, this is peak Claxton, I feel like. It's peak Claxton. I was, was, because again, I had to watch this in total isolation from my dog. (laughs) But I was telling Timmy about it. And even Timmy was like, what? It's ridiculous. It is the most overacted, overlit, overscored, like piece of garbage I've seen in a long, long time. It gave me so much joy. I can't <laughs> yeah. even tell you. You were going crazy. I know. I was going bananas. All right. So we open with Mary and Laura, and they're playing ball in the front yard. And this is all Mary's idea. She's making Laura play ball. Laura is just having a little tea party with Janet, her Janet. Quote, scrumptious doll. First of all, is Janet that old of a name? Anyway. Yeah, probably. That doll is fucking terrifying and gross. Jenny, why does she call it scrumptious? She's Laura is so weird. She is such a dork. <laughs> I'm this sorry. Right Mary's like She's imagining things. <laughs> Mary's like, put your creepy ass motherfucking doll down and act normal. <laughs> Laura's like, I'm over here inventing an entire world and an entire narrative for Janet. And then Leave she balances alone. the doll on a tree limb, and this is supposedly Mary's fault. And then she yeah. crashes into said tree limb. Mary whips the ball right at Janet. Janet okay. falls to the ground and smashes. No, and she whips Laura's the ball. Sobbing. She throws the ball to Laura, who is standing right in front of her doll that is balancing on the fucking tree limb. Whatever. So at dinner, Paul is working his wait, magic. Wait, wait, Laura's like, I feel like I killed her. What the fuck? This kid. 
So at dinner, Paul's working his magic gem, but Janet's face is in shambles. And what? there is no <laughs> fixing this. What doing? He's got like the fucking gorilla super glue. And, and it's like, the thing is like, it's like Humpty Dumpty. It's in like a thousand pieces. It's like pounded into dust. And he's like, oh, I'm going to put her face together because she's going to be way less creepy if I do this. <laughs> Well, this is hilarious because if you knew the amount of things Timmy has had to glue since he's become a father, like this is Timmy's life sitting there gluing shit back together. It's in a thousand. If it's in like six pieces, sure. It Mm -hmm. is in a thousand pieces. Well, and Carolyn's like, look, these two pieces go together. He's like, yeah, what about this? And he shows her a handful (laughs) of dust. (laughs) (laughs) So Carolyn wants to buy a new doll and Charles is like, it's winter. And we it's just winter can't money. Spare the money. It's winter money. Winter money. But they were just outside playing, like without coats on. So I'm confused. It looked kind of warm. Oh yeah. Okay. So the next day, Mary's at the Olsons asking about a bisque doll head, and Nell said for one that the eyes move, which is the best one. It's Creepy a dollar. Fuck. It's a dollar twenty. Why is Nell's trying to sell her the most expensive thing? <laughs> She's an Ingalls. <laughs> Mary only has 11 cents, Jen. And I just have a real problem with the fact that this kid, like, I, I did some math and it's like three something. A dollar twenty then would be like three something today. No, this kid doesn't have three no, no, bucks. No, no, no. It's yes. $25 per dollar. Oh, no, it's not. Yes, it is. No, it's not. We've done this exchange rate a thousand times on this show. For one dollar, it's $25. So the doll's oh. 25 bucks, which in today's world would be, like, not crazy. Okay, whatever. So as Mary's walking home, <laughs> she comes upon Jack. And he oh. is just randomly attacking something in a bush. What did, what, did they give this dog cocaine for this episode? Like, it's just going wild. Um, They could have done this with Arlo. Arlo could have been in this episode 100%. Oh, can Arlo take up acting? La- Lafayette Beetle. He could have been. Lafayette Beetle take up acting? We could have put treats in that bush and he would have been doing the same shit. Oh so I have a lot of questions about this raccoon. I have so many questions because <laughs> I know nothing about wildlife. Oh, God. So this is a full grown, in my opinion, full ass grown raccoon. This that is, is supposed to be a grown ass raccoon. And mm-hmm. when Mary finds it, is it, is there a dead carcass next to it? Is that the mother? <laughs> I think that's the dead mother. <laughs> it's brown. I'm so confused. And like, is it rotting? Like, what's happening? I don't know. But this little baby is next to uh, what is supposed to be its dead mom. And Mary gets the bright idea to bring this thing home for Laura. This thing, this is a wild fucking animal. This thing would be slicing people up. Like, <laughs> first oh, of all, well, Jack, is threatening, it. Jack <laughs> is threatening it. Like, yeah, it would be like, there's mm-hmm. no way you're just going to pick a public service announcement. Do not pick up wild animals. No, no, no. So Laura's like walking it around like a puppy. She loves it so much. She wants to keep it in the bed. Ma's like, no. Mm-mm. No, they're not nope. keeping a raccoon nope. in the house. Pa's like, he's wild. Then she does the, we'll see. No, no, no. Then Pa gets there. He's and Paul's immediately like, no, 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 no. no. And I, you know, I'm with Paul on this, 100%. Yeah, yep. He's like, raccoons are meant to be loose and wild. And Mary's like, but he's gentle. And Paul's like, nope, 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 nope. Anything from Fred? Oh, Fred hasn't happened yet. Fred hasn't happened yet. Okay, mm-hmm. so in Fred, didn't they learn anything from Jasper? 
I don't know. I don't know. But Pa's like, this thing is only a baby. Like, it's going to grow into a raging monster. Like, no, you cannot keep this fucking thing. Are you an idiot? Pa says, take him outside. Turn him loose right now. Then Laura says the line of the episode. He's a baby like Carrie. We wouldn't turn Carrie loose in the woods. I mean, we did and she fell down a well. (laughs) Pa's like, is that an option? Pa, don't give in on this. Don't give in. So once the girls leave, Carolyn works her magic on Charles. You know, just quick handy under the table. I don't know what she's doing to him, but he turns right around. He's like, okay, Jasper can stay, but only for a little while. And he goes out and he tells the girls, all right, you can keep him. This animal's going to rip somebody's face off. Yeah, yeah. But he's like, you can only keep him till he's big enough to take care of himself. And no Jasper in the house. And Jack is losing his mind because Jack knows what's up. Jack's like, this is a dangerous threat to us. Jack's like, why are they not listening to me? (laughs) (laughs) I mean... No one listens to Jack. In the, it was good to see Jack again. Oh, God, yeah, that dog. In the barn, Laura is full on kissing this thing. It's so gross. Like Laura, like that's a real raccoon. Yeah, I need to, I need to um, ping Melissa Gilbert and see if she really had a kiss that's a raccoon. Fucking raccoon! Like this is not, you know, this is before computer graphics, people. This is real yeah. raccoon. Yeah, I think she was kissing it for real. Uh, Mary makes it a barn bed, and then Laura's like, well, "I'm gonna keep Jasper in my bed behind Pa's back." Yeah, okay, sleep with the raccoon. <laughs> Mimi's, Mimi's. Here's a Gen X challenge. <laughs> Sleep with the raccoon in your bed for one night and let us know how it goes. I mean, I feel like I've kind of experienced this. (laughs) So the next morning, Laura is slapping a leash on Jasper and she's bringing him to school. And he's acting like a maniac. Like like Jack goes after him and he's like all like, like she's dragging him by the thing. Like, what the fuck are you guys doing? (laughs) He's got his like Freddy Krueger. What is Laura is so oblivious. He's like attacking Laura's braids and shit. And Jack is like eating her hair. Eat him. He's eating her Laura's hair, and Jack is like, guys, <laughs> this, this is a dangerous animal. Ruff, 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 ruff. This is a dangerous animal. Guys, there is a TikTok out there or Instagram reel. It's the best thing I've ever seen. I'll put it in the Mimi Bees. It's it's a television commercial for a pet of the week, right? And it's this guy with this cat and he's got the cat on leash. And he's like, this cat is the greatest cat. This is our pet of the week. She's very good with people. The cat starts attacking him, right? Oh, I've seen and that. He's like, dead I've seen people that. the cat into a box. <laughs> he's like standing, right? And he like attacks his legs. I saw that. It's crazy. <laughs> That's what Jasper was doing. <laughs> yeah, 100%. Okay, so Laura is scolding Jack for being a bad dog and Jack is just reacting naturally. Yes, Jack Mm -hmm. is reacting Mm -hmm. exactly the way one should to a live raccoon. I'm team Jack here. 110% team Jack. Okay. So Laura has Jasper on the desk at school. Miss Beetle's teaching the class about what raccoons eat and how they live. And Laura's saying that Jasper eats eggs. Apparently she's been stealing Caroline's eggs to give to Jasper. Money down the toilet. And he eats an egg and Beetle is impressed that Laura has seemingly tamed a wild animal. (laughs) can we discuss though melissa gilbert plays this so well like laura is so clearly 
Like in her glory in the bask of like Miss Beetle's praise. Yeah, but Laura is also kind of secretly terrified. Yeah, a little bit. Everyone mm-hmm. is. Mm-hmm. But she has to like prove Mary wrong on this or Paul wrong on this. <laughs> Paul like wrong. she Mary just has to care. it has to work. So Miss Beetle, I don't know if you caught this, assigns them an essay about what kind of wild animal they would have as well. No. No. Could you like, imagine? No. Stop you spreading imagine this idea. If your Beetle. kid comes home and is like, I'm going to get an alligator. I'm going to get one of those beavers down at the river. Nope. Nope. You know, Amy has a beaver issue in her backyard. <laughs> <laughs> I do. I do. But the beavers are gone right now. Are they? Well, are they, though? They've moved downstream. <laughs> They'll be back. They'll be back. So this, so at the end of this demonstration, all the kids move towards Jasper to like touch him, yeah. and he hisses as as one should. If a mm-hmm. gag, a gaggle of kids was coming at me, I would do the same thing. And you could see this rattles Laura. This is the first time where she's like, mm. Mm. it's like that that look on Kate Winslet's face when she knows the Titanic's going down. <laughs> okay, after she talks to to you know who Andrews or whatever his name yeah. is, and she's like, oh fuck, this is going down. Okay. So the next day, Pa is hitching up the team for church. He's packing up the team. And Laura runs into the barn to say goodbye to Jasper, and she gives him an egg. And I just wrote, the minute they're out of sight, he's going to mutilate those chickens. And sure enough, that's what happens. (laughs) They're not even up the driveway. And he's going through that chicken coop like Freddy (laughs) Krueger. These poor chickens are traumatized. Then I wrote, oh, my God, he gets into the house. And Jack is doing his best to, like, prevent this, but he how can't. Jasper knew how to break into the house. Yeah. What the fuck? Yeah. This this animal is Freddy Krueger. <laughs> this is crazy. He breaks into the house. He climbs up the wood pile, opens the window. How did yeah. he even know that window opened? He's a I fucking raccoon. I don't know. I don't know. So Jack is like, oh, damn. <laughs> Laura is turning this whole thing into an enterprising scheme. Yeah. She's saying that she wants to breed Jasper so she could sell his offspring. I feel like as children in the in capitalist America, the height of this capitalism in America in the 80s, we made a business out of everything. Yes, yes. And we also like weren't getting money from our parents, so we had to find out yeah. something. We had to figure out something. They get home. They pull up, and Jack is going to Banana Town at that door. He is. You have a dog. You have two dogs. Yes. You drive home. They're barking at your house. Nope. Not a good sign. I go in there with a shotgun. Not a good sign. Not a good sign. (laughs) I don't even have one. I'd have to go borrow a shotgun and go in Not a good sign. No. So... Laura just runs in there. She just opens the door and runs in. And Jasper has gotten into everything, oh including the pie. Carol- Carolyn's pie smashed oh on the floor. <gasps> and it looked like it might have been blueberry. No, oh. it was uh, pasta, what it, what it was. I forget. Oh, he did? Mm-hmm. Okay. So Pa comes out, of the, out to the barn and tells Laura. I think it was Laura, strawberry. I think it was a strawberry pie. Mm. Pa comes out to the barn and he tells Laura, and I love this. Don't argue and don't start crying. <laughs> this monster's going back to the woods. My mind is made up. He's I'm a grown ass raccoon. I'm using that anymore. My kids don't argue and don't start crying. <laughs> Laura like <laughs> toughens up. So he throws Jasper into a burlap sack. 
Which I feel like Jasper would have t- shredded him and that burlap sack. organized. So he releases Jasper into the wild. And when he gets home, that motherfucking raccoon is still there. Again. Yeah. I mean, he, he has, knew how to break into the house. He's going to figure out how to get back home. He's found his way back home. And Laura's just standing there with a huge smile on her face. And she says, he got lonesome out there. And I'm the only mommy he, he's got. And Jasper starts licking her head. And Ugh. Paul says... Okay, you know what? I'll build the thing a cage. This is the endless paw nightmare. I feel like this no. man is. He, you gotta throw that burlap sack into a river, dude. Didn't you learn anything from the puppies? Like, you just need to shoot him. Like, come on. Jesus that was his only option. He's a menace. <laughs> so a few days later, the cage is made, and it's not a great cage. I don't it's know like, how it's going to hold this monster. It's not a great cage. It's like made of reeds or something. It looks like. like I yeah. feel like he would dig out of this. But like okay. I could bust out of that in two seconds. Well, and now he's going to be real, real mad. Yeah. yeah like the reason he got out of the barn is because Laura left the door wide open. And he doesn't like, you can't contain him. No, he's mad. He's mad and now everybody's going to have rabies. <laughs> <laughs> so... Mary and Laura go in there with Jack, with Jack, to feed Jasper. Yep. This would be like you bringing my arch nemesis to Thanksgiving at my house. Oh, sorry. Already a tense situation. Am I going to get the writer of, <laughs> and just like that? Already a tense situation. Tensions are high. I'm angry. And you walk out my work, worst nightmare. <laughs> so Jack is acting a fool. And Laura says to Mary, hold him. And I just wrote, why didn't they just take him out just of the barn? Just take him out of the barn. Just take him out of the barn. Jesus yep. Christ. Mary's an idiot. She's standing there with like, the dumbest look on her face like, oh, just holding that dog back. I feel like kids don't figure things like this out, though. And they make dumb decisions all the time. You think? Mm-hmm. So Jasper <laughs> gets all worked up and bites Laura. And then Jack and Jasper fight to the death. <laughs> Jasper runs off and apparently he bites Jack in the process. It is hilarious jack's licking wings off himself (laughs) guys if you haven't watched this episode you need to it's (laughs) it's everything it's peak little house all right so all right laura says uh oh mary says wait no no mary says that's it. He's turned wild. <laughs> like, he's turned. <laughs> and Laura's like, no, no, no. He was just upset. We don't have to tell Paul. We don't have to Laura tell Laura is such, like, an abuser enabler. Like, she, <laughs> she always does this. <laughs> so, Laura begs Mary, please don't tell Paul. He won't let me keep Jasper. Do you want me to lose Jasper? Do you want me to lose Jasper? And Mary goes, I think you already did, because Jasper took right the fuck off into the <laughs> yeah. woods. Yep. So later the kids are studying and Carrie opens her fucking trash mouth with, good night, Pa! And I was like, oh God, I didn't miss that. Did God. not miss that. No. Laura says she was out all afternoon looking for Jasper. And Paul says, well, he's wild now. He's turned. Like he's gone. <laughs> he's turned. And he's like, but look, you have Jack. And Laura's like, I don't like Jack. This is all Jack's fault. And then <gasps> Mary the narc. Uh-huh. speaks up and she's like no it isn't jasper bit jack and that's why jack chased him and pa's like dun 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 pa is like are you're lucky like a raccoon can shred a dog you're lucky <laughs> jack's alive <laughs> 
All right. So now it's the middle of the night. Jack is barking up a storm and Pa wakes up. The girls wake up. Pa wakes up. And Jen, shirtless, Pa. Oh, my God. First of all, does he shave his chest? Does he wax his chest? I don't know what he does, but it looks good. Uh, gross. <laughs> I don't like the bare chest. So shirtless Pa comes out just those suspenders on, super hot, and he is like, what the, is going on here? The lighting is like he's on the cover of a romance novel. <laughs> and the music is so stupid. Yes. Yeah, it's pretty bad. Jen, this is Jasper trying to eat the chickens. And we all know how this has to end. This has to end in Jasper's death, right? We just well, know this. Well, first of all, can we discuss that when Paul went in and I saw the ladder in the barn? I'm traumatized by ladders now because of the ring. Oh, yeah. 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 I was okay. like, no, I don't mm-hmm. like that. I don't like mm-hmm. it. So then we get what I'm calling Jasper Cam. So <laughs> Paul is walking with eerie music and we have a real strange POV. What moving towards the loft all of a sudden jasper lunges from the loft onto paw don't forget paw is shirtless yep we see a clearly a stunt double doing a tuck and a roll and a couple somersaults <laughs> clearly a stunt and then paw has to beat him down with a stick as the girls <laughs> no, no, look no. on a pitchfork a pitchfork as the girls look on yep horrified in the house, Carolyn is rocking Laura as she sobs. Yeah, she's <laughs> traumatized. And Pa's like, I'm so, dude, I'm sorry, but I was attacked. Like, did you a, see that? I have a question. <laughs> he still has no time to put a shirt on. <laughs> I'm okay with that. Oh my God. I'm okay with that. I have a question. This was probably one of the only episodes that really, like, there was a twist at the end and I did not see it coming. Yeah, I totally forgot about it. Yeah. So, Paul's like, I was fucking attacked. I had to, like, do some somersaults. I had to get the fuck out of here. And Laura's like, this is all my fault. I was feeding him eggs. And then when he comes out, when he, you know, he came for the eggs, blah, blah, blah. And Paul's like... I've been trying to tell you, bitches. This is what <laughs> raccoons do. Like, raccoons are going to raccoon. <laughs> go after chickens. This is the thing. <laughs> so later, Ma goes to sleep and Pa's in the barn with Jack. And, no, Ma gets Laura to sleep, sorry. And Pa's in the barn with Jack and Carolyn goes out there. And Pa's looking real sad. And yeah. he reveals the raccoon was rapid. Now, how how does Pa know this? He probably was foaming at the mouth or something. Oh my god! <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and like I mean, in the way to attacked him, like usually a raccoon would run away from you. Yeah, but that's he, like, true. He like stalked him and attacked him. <laughs> so now Jack has been compromised, and he has to be tied out in the barn. He's been compromised. Poor Jack. The next morning, Mary tries to untie Jack, and Paul's like, "Get away from him! Get away from him!" He might have rabies, and Paul explains, like, you know, he might have rabies, blah, 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 and he I have an index this. card. Well, at least it's useful, hopefully. It's about rabies. I'll just insert it here, even though the original question on is Laura going to die? Okay. Probably. Okay. Eventually. Mm-hmm. So, um... <clears throat> Jack might have, Pa thinks Jack might have rabies. Rabies is one of the oldest known diseases dating by 4,000 years. For most of human history, a bite from a rabbit animal was considered fatal. In the past, people were so scared of rabies 
that after being bitten by a potential rabbit animal, many would commit suicide. That is from the National Institute of Health. Wait, what? <laughs> I know. Like, like when they thought they were going to be bitten, they would commit suicide? Not like they were bitten and they thought they all could have been rabbits. <laughs> Shouldn't you wait to see if you're actually bit first? I mean, this disease, like, what a marketing team. Like, you just get bit and you're like, I'm going to kill myself now because I might have rabies. It's like the last of us. It's a, yeah. It's a viral disease that causes encephalitis. So it's the... Uh, swelling of the brain in mammals it was historically referred to as hydrophobia which doc says later fear of water because i'm like that means fear of water why the fuck is he calling it that but that was due to the symptom of panic when presented with liquids to drink what what what? (laughs) one of the symptoms was used to panic when you were presented with water to drink Wait, <laughs> just reading the facts. Pause. <laughs> Wait a minute. What? They, do you remember later when Doc calls it hydrophobia? No, no, no. I get. I hear the words that you're saying. Okay, but I just what? I, know. <laughs> like, I don't understand how that. Dude, I thought you were. This is a four thousand year old disease. I thought you were thirsty, so you needed the water. You're scared oh. of the water. Yeah, both. Okay. Early symptoms, fever and tingling at the exposure site, followed by one or more of the following. Nausea, vomiting, violent movements, uncontrolled excitement, hallucinations, paranoia and terror, fear of water, inability to move parts of the body, confusion and loss of consciousness. Okay. Once symptoms appear, the result was almost always death, regardless of treatment. Incubation period... Is usually one to three months, but can vary from one week to a year. Oh my god! It is spread when an infected animal scratches or bites another animal or dog, or animal or human. Dogs mostly spread the disease worldwide, but in the Americas, it's mostly bats. In 2010, 26,000 people died worldwide, down from around 54,000 in 1990. There is a vaccine and a treatment. Washing the bite with soap and water for 15 minutes helps. As of 2016, only 14 people were documented with having survived a rabies infection after showing symptoms. Holy Guess shit. Guess who invented the vaccine? You're not going to get this. Just give up. John Bon Jovi. <laughs> Louis Pasteur. <laughs> oh, okay. Yeah. All right. And Emile Roux developed the vaccine in 1885. So there is a vaccine. That's the thing where you get the shots in the stomach. But there was not a vaccine at this time. No, there's nothing. There's no hope at this time. We don't even know to wash wounds, I don't think, at this time. Okay. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. 
So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health Right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash ACAST and use code ACAST for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash ACAST, code ACAST. All right, so this is serious shit. This is serious shit. Mm-hmm. Well, Mary this realizes... this is what Paul was saying, but part of me was like, when did this raccoon have a chance to contract rabies? But when Paul let him loose, he could have yes. gotten bitten by an animal. Yes. Yep. So Mary sobs and says, I have something to tell you. And she folds like a sheet of paper and says, Jasper also bit Laura. Well, Pa, it's so funny because Pa, like, Pa thinks Mary's losing her shit because Jack got bit. But, like, she's an older sister and she can handle more shit than this. Like, obviously, there's a more severe situation happening. I think she just doesn't know how to express herself emotionally, as always. So badly acted. Uh, Pa is, like, gripping her face. It's so stupid. It's real weird. Okay. It's so stupid. So now the fam heads out to Doc Baker's. Oh, great. Everyone's going to get rabies now. Mm-hmm. Great. Mm-hmm. And he looks at the bite and he's like, eh. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, Doc knows. Doc's like, oh, no. So he, here's Doc's plan. Ready? Typical Baker treatment. Well, here's what we're going to do. You just lie in bed and we'll see if the dog dies. And if the dog dies, you're going to die shortly after. He's Doc Baker's magic formula, which we all know is do nothing. Do absolutely nothing. Oh, he basically tells Carolyn Charles, like, let's just wait, wait this out. Let's yeah, see how the dog out. does. Mm-hmm. The dog is like the canary in the coal mine. So the dog, I guess the the life cycle of rabies in the dog is only eight faster, days. It's faster. So yeah. Baker's like, let's just, you know, he's doing his own experiment on Laura. Yeah. Let's just see if this happens. Carolyn says, if she does develop it, what kind of cure are we looking at? And Doc and Charles are like, uh. the cure's <laughs> like a shotgun. <laughs> so Charles says, darling, there is no cure. And he rips his shirt off. <laughs> No, he doesn't. No, he doesn't. At home, they tuck Laura into her deathbed, and Carolyn <laughs> is like, Mary's going to do all your shit for a week. Don't you yeah. worry about it. And she's like, let me bring you some milk and cinnamon. And Mary's standing there like, this is totally my fault. I know it is. And Laura's like, Pa, level with me. Am I dying? And they, <laughs> they start crying together. <laughs> then we have a montage of waiting to see if Jack goes rabbit. <laughs> Carolyn's praying, Paws sulking, Laura's contemplating her death, Mary's like purging her conscience. It's the whole thing. What was the scene in the loft when Carolyn and Laura are like saying words? What the fuck was that? 
I don't know what you're talking about. She's like orange juice and she's like milk and she's like water. And she, like it's some game they're playing. Oh, maybe she was trying to see if Laura was afraid of water. <laughs> <laughs> so um, Mary says, I'm a shitty sister. And Laura's like, no, you're not. I love you. Mary's like, no, no, no. Really, I'm shitty. And <laughs> then Laura's like, like okay. A rabid raccoon <laughs> to give you as a pet. And you didn't even see that coming. I don't know if I feel bad about it. I don't know if this is a genius move on Mary's part or if she's an idiot. I mean, if you want to eliminate your sister, this is how you do it. And the dog. And the dog. While you're at it. So now Carolyn is angry pitchforking. In oh the my bar. god, she's dressed up she's and she's ang- just, angrily raking hay. She is slamming that pitchfork into that hay. And Charles appears, and she's like, oh, Charles! And, he, you know, she starts sobbing into his chest. She goes, like, hysterical. Then Mary shows up and says, Laura is thirsty. Uh, and everybody <laughs> loses their goddamn mind. Carolyn starts screaming, no, it's a sign! And Charles <laughs> grabs her, and he's going, she's just no sign. Everyone, chill the fuck out! He's going. No, okay, so I feel like we've experienced a lot of this over the last couple of years. Oh yeah. Oh, Where you're yeah. like, I feel a little sick. Is that it is my throat scratchy? <laughs> Am I is my nose run a little bit? Can I smell things? And you're like losing your mind over yep. like thinking you have the disease. But I love how Paul's like, everybody chill the fuck out. <laughs> <laughs> Everyone's overacting in this scene though. Even mm-hmm. Jack. Mm-hmm. So then they're tending to Laura and Jack is outside and he again starts going bananas. Okay. Bananas banana town and laura starts to panic they're all like oh my god oh my god because i don't know what they think do they think he's lost his mind yeah because when they go rabid they go wild okay so pa's like everybody stay here because they're looking out at jack and they can't see anything that jack's barking at no he just looks like he's he's cool crazy yeah Yeah. so they pa grabs the gun and he's like stay here and he starts he starts sauntering towards jack with the gun dun 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 dun, dun. paul raises the gun jack is whimpering Oops, and jack didn't have rabies <laughs> suddenly he realizes jack was barking at jasper uh-huh jasper's there mm-hmm. not losing his mind paul runs back into the house and hugs everyone he says there were two raccoons the one i beat to death and buried was not <laughs> jasper <laughs> and that was the one that had rabies and jasper doesn't have rabies and they all get out of bed and they all hug and dance and laura runs and she frees jack and that's jack who almost got shot let's face it yeah and has it been eight days like we still oh well no he can't have rabies right he got bit by jasper who does not have rabies yeah he might have got bit by that other one too though you don't know jack's just out there on his own i know this is the if i were jack justice for jack i'd be like you're gonna bring a raccoon and let him sleep inside and i'm out here (laughs) defending the property sleeping in the mud every night (laughs) fuck all of you ingles family people jack got a raw deal this episode jenny whose fault is this this is laura's fault how is it Laura? It's fault? like because she has to be all crying and mopey over a fucking doll, and everyone feels, oh, poor Laura. Oh, we gotta make everything life so easy for Laura because Mm-mm. she's sad. This Instead is Mary's of just being fault. Like, no, 
This is Mary's fault because no. Mary Mary is in a position of authority over Laura. There's a power dynamic. No. And she brings home Jasper and Laura is going to trust that her sister is giving her a raccoon that is not defective. It's not defective, turns out. <laughs> well, we didn't know this. It's a raccoon, though. <laughs> like, as a raccoon, it's totally doing what it's supposed to do. God. But it's All also right. Laura's fault for being such a doofus and like... Putting her doll on the fucking tree and breaking it. Like, idiot. Idiot. Jenny, did you ever try to tame a wild animal? No. I did. What did you try to tame? Marissa and I tried to Uh, tame a little bunny. Oh, God. We found a little wild bunny. We named it Bunky. We brought him into... Because when we were kids, guys, sleeping in sheds was a thing. So we would do a sleep out in Marissa's shed in her backyard. We brought our sleeping bags out. We'd sleep in the shed. We brought Bunky out. We made him a little bed. We put him in there. We went to sleep. We woke up. He was dead. He was dead? (laughs) dead. (laughs) Did you feed him anything? I mean, we tried. I think he just died from us touching him. Probably, yeah. Yeah. So we killed him. Um, But I think that, you know, we kind of thought, and this is not my why, but we kind of thought you could tame wild animals. I wonder why you thought that. (laughs) That takes me to my way. All right. Let me do our thing. At the end of every episode, we look back on a theme or a lesson, something we took from the rewatch. We called our why. It's designed to finish the sentence. Gen X, this is why. Jenny, what is your why for this? This is why you have to be really careful about what you're showing kids as possible on TV. Because now a a whole generation of kids killed bunnies and... Maybe got rabies and, you know, like, is in, definitely probably got bitten by a squirrel. Like, mm. oh, by the way, rodents don't catch rabies as easily, believe it or not. Oh, okay. So, um, rats, thank God, because you'd imagine rats were all rabid all the time. New York um, would be a mess. Oh, my God. <laughs> so, yeah, like, be, and then Miss Beetle telling these kids to write an essay on what wild animal they want for a pet. No. I no. know. I know, so bad. Uh, My why changed halfway through. My first why was this is why we thought we could tame wild animals. But now my why is this is why we should embrace science and all the vaccines that come with it. Oh, my God, right? Oh, my God. Yeah. Could you imagine a bunch of people running around rabies? (laughs) Jeez. serious shit. It's very serious shit. All right, guys, that's the end of our episode. Nothing else is coming up soon, so... (laughs) We'll just stuff, I'm stay sure. subscribed because you never know when we're gonna drop another episode there's quite a few episodes in seasons one two and three that we missed so yeah yep. you know, like this one which is genius if you haven't already check me out on little miss recap oh god if i'm you, doing the lord's work over there in in 40 minutes to mm-hmm. check out amy's mm-hmm. podcast mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. i'm doing a lot of work over there jen yeah i know yeah All right, guys. Thank you so much for listening. Um, Also, subscribe, share, review. Every little bit helps, and we really appreciate all of you. And it was was good to hang out with the Mimis again, I have to say. Okay. No, you don't feel that way? She's such a bitch, guys. I apologize. I do feel that way, but like... Let me do my knee-jerk reaction of apologizing for Jenny. No. Sorry, guys. My response (laughs) is, are we actually hanging out with the Mimis right now? It's just us recording. Right now, they are hearing us and they feel like we're hanging out. Okay. All right. But that's not happening right now. I'm just scoffing at the inaccuracy of your comment. All right. Goodbye, guys. We love you. Bye. Thank you.
A lot can happen in the next three years. Like a chatbot may be your new best friend. But what won't change? Needing health insurance. United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans are available for these changing times. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer budget-friendly, flexible coverage for people who are in between jobs or missed open enrollment. The plans last nearly three years in some states, with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. So for whatever tomorrow brings, United Healthcare Tri-Term Medical Plans may be for you. Learn more at UH1.com. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.